Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. He's Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and today we're at Memorial Stadium again, where Matt Rule had a, about a 10 minute press conference uh, to wrap up the Huskers' seventh practice of the spring and first live scrimmage of the spring. Um, but most important takeaway was uh, an updated injury report, which is not of much significance because there haven't been any serious or significant long-term injuries, which includes to offensive lineman Ben Scott, who suffered a minor injury on Thursday, rule confirmed. Um, there's a knee injury. They said they were a little nervous at first that it, because it was a knee injury, um, but just, he said he just got ruled up on and it's a minor injury that'll keep him out a week or two. Um, nothing, again, nothing long-term. And uh, he said he wasn't really um, concerned with Ben missing much time uh, in terms of his progress or development because he's played so much football. Yeah, he's a veteran. I think Rule said he maybe expects a, to be out a week, maybe two. Uh, so nothing serious on that end, which is excellent news for the football program in general because Ben Scott seems primed to take over at that uh, all-important all center position. So really good news on the injury front. But he also, um, Rule also talked about the offense, the defense, and let's go with the offense now. Quarterbacks, they were live, which uh, kind of surprised me, I guess. Um, but the quarterbacks were out there. They were getting hit. They were getting tackled to the ground, which is kind of unique for this spring, I think. But um, overall, he said the offense moved the ball really well. And it was really because the offensive, um, the, the quarterback run game was kind of given Tony White's defense fits. So I, th I thought that was kind of interesting. So you had Jeff Sims out there. You had Heinrich Harburg. You had uh, Chubba Purdy and then Richard Torres, redshirt freshman out of Texas, um, kind of going just all out, showing the coaches what they can do with their arms and legs, um, no holds barred, just full, full, full live football. So that was really interesting. Yeah, I kind of love that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's kind of what people have been talking about over the last several years that um, this program needs is some off-season and uh, in practice, just uh, getting after and actually mm -hmm. hitting. And the fact that the quarterbacks were taking hits, I think that um, it's a good step in the right direction of just getting them prepared, especially, I mean, if if the quarterback run game is going to be more prevalent in this offense, um, you need to start getting those reps in now. And the fact that they have uh, Casey Thompson and Logan Smothers are still out, but they have those first three guys, especially you mentioned mm -hmm. um, Sims, uh, Harburg, and Shabba Purdy. Those three guys are uh, obviously most well known, I think, for their what they can do with their legs. Mm -hmm. I think that's their biggest weapon. Um, so Rule said that, yeah, he was, they were able to scramble, they were able to run around, and the offense was uh, ahead of the defense because their quarterback, the quarterbacks mm -hmm. were athletic enough and able to have that movability and uh, broke free some, for some big, long runs, which um, is, I think, exciting. Either you could look at it one way, it's exciting that they have these yeah. playmaker, playmaking quarterbacks, or you could say, oh, no, is the defense going to have some tackling issues? Kind of reminded me of last year's spring game where, you know, Garrett Nelson and the defensive line was just getting after the quarterbacks and in the backfield all the time. And everyone's wondering about like, oh man, is Nebraska's defensive line just going to be this, these pass, pass rushing beasts or is the offensive line really bad? And so, you know, it's, it's um, just that, that question they always have to it's ask. It's the spring ball thing. Yeah, it's totally spring ball. That's such a spring ball moment today. Where with, either you can yeah. look at it one way, yeah. this is what it means, or mm -hmm. this is the exact same information, this mm -hmm. is what it could mean. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so that led, that led off to the uh, topic of the defense. And Matt Rule just uh, came out and said they're worried about just having the guys 
you know, line up where they're supposed to, know their assignments. You know, I don't think I don't think you said Tony White really blitzed much or, or simulated yeah, pressure as much. much. Pressure. Yeah, just kind of the basics and stuff. So, and he said the offense was in front of the defense, ahead of the defense right now um, at this point in spring ball. So I guess that's not too shocking to hear. I guess with. Um, everything going on but um, yeah I mean and then that led into rule kind of being asked about any players that have caught his eye some under the radar players and the first guy he mentioned was Justin Evans Jenkins who stepped in for Ben Scott um, at center Justin Evans Jenkins is a redshirt freshman out of New Jersey he didn't play in a game last year as he redshirted and um, that, that kind of caught my ear because um, you know with Ben Scott's status right now he's gonna be out for a week or two or however long it ends up being maybe that's just the opportunity that Justin Evans Jenkins needs for you know playing time and, and getting some reps and maybe he can show the show the um, coaches something yeah uh, along with some of the other off radar guys they mentioned uh, there was uh, it was rule kind of like um, stumbled because he's like there are a lot of guys that have been pressing me so I mean he named off four guys and it was not an exhaustive list but four of them he mentioned like you said Evans Jenkins uh, he said AJ Rollins he, he said you guys know mm -hmm. how I feel about um, what he can bring as a defensive lineman since he's playing both ways now tight yep. end, or practicing both ways as a tight end and a defensive lineman so he mentioned um, those two and Miles Farmer and Omar Brown is a couple of others who have been who've been standing out and doing some good things. And uh, I mean, we talked to Omar Brown on Thursday yeah. and uh, Miles Farmer, I think has been pressing um, mm -hmm. this staff and uh, so four, just four guys, I guess, uh, who are um, doing well so far. Yeah, he also mentioned uh, Quentin Newsom, and that goes along with what he saw from the defense today. He, he liked the defense's pass coverage and along with that, uh, asked him about Mal Malcolm Hartsog, which we'll have another story at Inside Nebraska later on this week. But he also uh, talked about Quentin Newsom was an NFL guy. I mean, Rule really likes what Newsom can do on the edge. And Malcolm Hartzog is another guy who's been practicing at safety. He hasn't officially switched positions to safety. Um, I think he's still more primarily of a corner, but Tony White's been moving him around to corner, safety, slot corner, maybe even a rover. He'd be kind of a smaller rover, but it's just the, the flexibility that a guy like Malcolm Hartzog can give you. Maybe even Miles Farmer, too, and Omar Brown to an extent. Um, so there's just a lot of bodies in that defensive back room that I think Tony White and Matt Rule are kind of watching and, and seeing how they develop and seeing if anything sticks. So that's why they're kind of moving everybody around there right now. Yeah, and Evan Cooper was available on during Thursday's press conferences. Yeah. And I asked him, because during his first presser back uh, in January, I believe it was, I believe it was January or February, um, he said, I think there are a lot of NFL guys in that room, yeah. like NFL talents in his defensive backs room. and. I asked him if he still felt that way and if, it, uh, if there are any specific guys who are staying out. And he kind of uh, drifted away. He said he pretty much said, "I still I think there's a lot of talent, a lot of talented guys in that room." Didn't name anyone specifically, but if he would have, I get the feeling that he probably would have yep. mentioned Quentin Newsom. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, just a thought coming to my mind. I mean, Quentin Newsom, I feel like is one of the guys that we haven't talked about that much. Like, yep. isn't getting talked about that much and I think I don't know if you feel the same way it's sort of a product of he's been here he's been a starter now for two years and he's just he's, he I don't wouldn't say he's a elite level all big 10 cornerback so so far I don't think he's shown that yet but I do think he's that stable quality starter that you know what you're going to get from and now it's up to him to sort of take that next jump in his game next season yeah I think you hit it nail on the head there because when you think corners you just assume Quentin Newsom and then you don't even have to think about it because he is going to be a starter and you know you're absolutely right 
Um, I think he has the potential to be a, a all-conference, kind of like a first-team, second-team all-conference corner. But at the end of the day, he, you know, he hasn't had an interception yet in his career. He has no interceptions. And he had two, I guess, um, go through his hands last year that I can remember off the top of my head. So there are things that he's uh, needing to work on. And he said so um, last time when he talked to the media here recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Evan Cooper, you know, he's coming from the NFL. He knows what an NFL corner looks like. And I think he sees traits of that with Quentin Newsom. But obviously, I think Quentin needs to get stronger. And that's exactly what he said he wanted to work on this offseason, along with his off coverage, um, which um, I think he said Evan Cooper has been really helpful in. Um, so yeah, just a lot of things that I think Quentin Newsom is close to achieving uh, with this season. And I think I really like the potential of him being an all-conference type corner at Nebraska this season. Yeah, I mean, it was a short presser with, uh, yeah. with Rule, just about 10, 11 minutes, um, and um, got out of here, but we got some good stuff from him. And so short and sweet to the point, that's what we're mm -hmm. going to hear on this edition of Rap Rapid Recap, uh, short and sweet to the point. Uh, mm -hmm. So follow along on our YouTube page. Encourage you to like and subscribe. Uh, to this video and the YouTube channel to have those videos get dropped directly into your feed. And as always, encourage you to go check out nebraska.rivals.com for the written work that we have. Like Steve mentioned, Malcolm Hartzog story coming later this week and some other, uh, some other good stuff, including a new commitment today from yeah. 2024 Texas offensive lineman Gibson Pyle. Uh, we Excellent a, name. Yeah, I know it's an elite level That guy's name. from Texas. Gibson <laughs> Pyle would be from Texas. So that's their second uh, Texas player, the second commitment in the 24 class, and their second, they're both from Texas, yeah. Goodman, uh, Roger Gradney. Um, so you can check that out on Nebraska.rivals.com. We had an exclusive interview with him um, to uh, talk about why he committed. He explained why uh, his reason for reasons for his decision. He talked about, he gave some insight actually. He's a classic offensive lineman who was like a really good interview yeah. and personable. Um, talk, gave insight into Matt Rule's uh, uh, how he conducts a practice and mm -hmm. uh, Don Rail his coaching style and his plan for him. So go check that out. Um, and then we'll have plenty of stuff coming for you on the YouTube channel and that site. So once again, for Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.